Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. Welcome to Cast and Crane Podcast. Today we have Jared Swafford. I think I pronounced it right. Sorry, Jared, if I messed it up. Um, we uh, we had a fun one. We actually went fishing previously to the podcast this day, and then we went out uh, to Ballast Point. Thank you, Ballast Point Long Beach, for having us. Uh, they set us up a little spot in the brewery, so we were able to set up the podcast there, and it was a, it was a super fun time. Um. Great podcast. Uh, we had a lot in common, me and Jared, not only fishing, but he rode BMX before professionally. So it was another cool crossover, and the guy's doing something really cool. He fished, uh, I think, like 420-something days straight now, and he catches a lot of big uh, swim bait fish in Texas. So he, And he does it all from the kayak, so he has a different point of view. So thanks again, Jared. And Luke was on there, too. Luke's his partner that's filming everything. These guys have a really cool series that's going to be coming out on YouTube, so... I'll check it out because uh, I'm going to be one of the episodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess we got a, a big announcement for you guys today. Uh, so uh, after two and a half years of doing this podcast, we are excited to announce that Phoenix has hopped on as a presenting sponsor for the podcast. Uh, we felt this was a great fit for us since they are SoCal locals. And I personally fish the rods. So, I mean, I, I fish a lot of their rods. Here's a little piece on Phoenix in case you don't know who they are. I'm sure you guys all do. Um, Phoenix has a great story going all the way back to 1977 when they started as a custom rod builder. Now they offer over 700 models for everything that swims and every application. Ultralight trout, green bass, badass swim bait chuckers, inshore, offshore, heavy salt water, everything. You name it and they got it. I recently did a walkthrough at the facility and I was rubbernecking like a crackhead. Everything reeks of quality, style, and function with super premium design and attractive price points. Phoenix has built a super loyal following of dedicated fishermen over the years who won't fish anything else. And I'm proud and grateful to be on the team. Thanks, Phoenix. Stay tuned for more to come. Um, I'm super stoked on this uh, collaboration with them. And I'm happy that they want to support the podcast. So thank you, guys. Uh, we'll move on to the Patreon for this month. Um, it will be a Phoenix rod. It's going to be a, uh, ultra swim bit classic, uh, to match the, one of the three punkers that Jeremy from black dogs going to donate to the Patreon. So this is going to be a really good one. So, uh, first place will get the rod and a punker. Second place gets a punker. Third place gets a punker. So thank you, Jeremy. I appreciate you supporting the podcast this month. This is something uh, a little more serious. Um, 
Phil, California Filthy, and Wackham, Wackham Bates, and Kyle from Nutter Bates are doing a uh, fundraiser kind of thing. Uh, it's a, more of a awareness for uh, PFDs. We had a uh, a fan of the podcast, and, and uh, I, I only met him once, but he was really good friends with a lot of you guys that listened. Uh, it was Jared Jordan. So uh, Phil and Wack and Kyle are going to do something cool, so I'm going to read this for them. You guys can go check it out. Uh, in memory of Jaron Jordan, who passed away at Paris last year in a kayaking incident while fishing, and the waters got out of control with the evening wind, they're doing a giveaway for five PFDs and a bait law from Wackham Baits and Nutter Baits. To keep the awareness of safe boating and kayaking while fishing on behalf of the family and friends in the fishing community, uh, feel free to enter on California Fifties Fishing page. Uh, posts will be up, I think, tomorrow on how to enter. So if anything, I'll probably repost something when they do do it. Uh, get in on it. Everyone should be wearing the PFDs. I'm, I know I'm, I'm, I'm pretty bad at it sometimes too as well. So uh, if you guys can go support that, I'd appreciate that. And uh, YouTube version will be up Tuesday afternoon. We had a lot of podcasts. I got one tomorrow at Ballast Point. And if you can, list, give us five stars on iTunes, Apple, and a positive review. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Boom it. Boom. 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 Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today we have Jared, and I fuck your name up every, your last name. Swafford. Swafford. Mm-hmm. And Luke. Brasher. Brasher. Yeah, Thrasher. <laughs> um, this one was really different today because they are doing uh, a trip pretty much through California. They're, they're to uh, explain what you're doing, then I can say what we did. So yeah. tell us what you're doing. Two Texas boys uh, left Austin from Austin, Texas. Drove from Austin, went into Arizona, stopped, met up with some guys there, Jeffrey, and uh, I'm going to say KZ because I. Yeah. <laughs> Kazuki, big bait Kazuki. Big know. bait Kazuki. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yep. But I know who he is, you know? Went out with those guys, fish. Now we're. Make sure you're talking straight. Like, yeah, perfect. Now we're in Cali. Oh, there we go. Yep. Um, what made you guys want to do this? Just to be on the road, get in touch with other people who are also fishing and wanting to get on big fish, traveling, seeing new places, hitting new waters, um, something I've always wanted to do. Uh, the way that I kind of noticed what you were doing was through uh, Matt Hom and uh, through your trip. So you did something very different. Last year, you uh, fished 365 days. Correct. That's a, I don't know anyone that's fished 365 <laughs> days. Oh, my goodness, you yeah. Know? So what made you want to start doing that? Like, uh, when you did at the beginning of the year, were you like, hey, here's my New Year's resolution. I'm going to fish 365 days. Or you got 200 days and you're like, I'm going to do it every day, you know? Yeah, I mean, 2020, I fished every day. 2019, I almost fished every day. So 2020 rolled around and I was like, this is a challenge I'm going to do because I mean, I just wanted more opportunity to go out and get on a bigger fish and just to really learn patterns of fish and what they do and what changes things and what creates a better bite. Um, and to become a better fisherman, just being out on the water more, uh, more time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, at this time were you already, uh, into the swim bait thing like hard, pretty hard at that time yeah so you were doing Die you're hard. primarily throwing swim baits from mm-hmm. the kayak only and in texas 
and in Texas. And somewhere where do you think it's not that uh, popular right now in Texas, like the whole swim bait scene? It is. It is pretty popular, I would say. But there's still, I, w- I mean, conventional guys outweigh swim bait guys mm-hmm. by far in, in Austin. A lot of tournament fishermen. and. But you don't see as many like you. So, you know, as a scene. So, like, you know, California as a scene. You go to a lake, Correct. you might see Mike Gilbert. You might see Chris Purcell. You might see, you know. Butch at Castaic, you might see whoever it is. What kind of scenes going out in Texas where you live right now? You live in Austin, right? I live in Austin. Okay, yeah. so what kind of scenes going on there? Like, who's some of the big players? Man, that's a tough one. I, it's not like California. I mean, I don't see a, a whole lot of guys throwing swim baits, like committed just to swim baits that are out there. Yeah. I, I mean, I have some close friends um, that kind of play with both. There's like, Grant Langmore, he's a kid I fish with a lot. He's he's pretty big on swim baits. Um, man, I don't know many. I really don't. You kind of stay in your own bubble. You feel? I, I do. Yeah, I okay. fish by myself a lot. I'm I'm solo most of the time. So when did you start throwing swim baits from the kayak? Uh, about four years ago. Four years ago. Four years ago. Yeah. Um, what made you want to do it? It just to, to get a bigger fish. I never felt like I was a good fisherman when I was conventional. I couldn't go out and, like, get on a fish that was over four pounds. And okay. then first time throwing swim baits around, you know, I went out and I caught many fish that were over five pounds or five pound and up, you know, targeting you, a bigger fish. You think you hit a lake like um, I always want to know how it feels like to hit a lake when they haven't seen the swim bait the way you present it. Mm-hmm. And you feel like you're part of that, like where you're where you fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you feel like you're part of like, man, I, I showed them, you know, the DRT, the tiny clash, something, you know, like, hey, they haven't seen this. And you could tell they haven't seen it. Definitely. By like, hey, I'm getting bit every other cast. Definitely. Or, yeah. Like out fishing conventional dudes when I'm on a boat with conventional dudes. And were I'm people throwing... tripping when you were doing it? Like, were they going, what the fuck are you throwing? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know, yeah. Like, and right. it's like, where do I get that tiny clash or, you know, and it's like, well, I don't know. Good luck. <laughs> e- eBay. <laughs> a flipping sites, whatever, yeah, you know, like, uh, yeah. yeah, no, that's, that's pretty interesting to, to see that your lake kind of, uh, you turned it on at your lake. So you're able to kind of test out baits as well, mm-hmm. because sometimes when I feel like when I'm swim bait fishing, um, and I'm not good at it at all, I'm not experienced as you, uh, I, when I want to learn a bite it's hard to learn it when I don't get bit. Mm-hmm. So you keep throwing it and you might work it, but you get that one bite. So I get that one experience. So I'll get an experience of that one time, the way I swam that 250, and I'll be like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. I won't remember that at all. You know, like, yeah. I'm not going to remember the way I swam that bait at all. Yeah. So for you, it's, it must be a great learning curve to go, oh, I, I did it this way. Let me try it again. Oh, it worked again. Yeah. You know, it's a completely different learning experience mm-hmm. for you, right? And then after you hit a couple of them, it just becomes muscle memory. Like yeah. if the bite's on, then you kind of just, you, you pick that cadence that's working for yes. you. And then the next day it could change and you might slow it down or you might speed it up, but you can kind of just. Can you bring the mic closer again? I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Or you can move it towards you if you want. Like, as long as I'm you're in the picture, too, bro. I'm getting too relaxed. I know. I see that flight of uh, Ballast Point beers in front of you. Oh, they're next good. Next thing you know, you're going to be slurring and slurring. <laughs> That's um, happened on this podcast many a times. Yeah. <laughs> but um, also today, what we did is, so he told me he was going to come down. I said, let's do a podcast. He said, great. And he's like, I'll be down to fish. 
Mm-hmm. So I said, great, let's uh, go out and fish. It's not the prime time to fish. Uh, right now we have a sand bass tournament coming up next month. So I said, let's go fish Isers. Like, you know, they have squid. We did leadhead and squid. We caught some fish. It was fun. And um, from a freshwater point of view, so a lot of guys listen to this podcast. And we always talk about calico. We talk about sand bass. People go, oh, what the fuck? How do, how do you fish him? How does it feel? So you caught like maybe not even a pound calico. What do you think how it fought? Oh, it fought like a five pound largemouth. So that's the thump. And then the cool, the cool thing is, is I get to take you out and it was a lot of fun and we actually got to fish. So we have a little bit of a story. He got to catch a sculpin, um, a sheephead, calico and a sand bass. We didn't get the spotty because we didn't have the time, mm-hmm. but it's really cool to take dudes when they're down here, especially from Texas. It's like, I don't see this. Yeah. You're not, not going to see all. it at all. Completely different, you know, set up, but you could see where dudes would only want to calico or spotty or you know a fish because it's like we have it right here it's really cool if i lived here i would probably be <laughs> half and half saltwater and freshwater but uh let's talk about your first stop on the trip you you did you did pretty well it was nice yeah <laughs> um man i always get the lake wrong luke what's the name of the lake that we stopped Saguero, Sagararo, Goodness, yeah, it was a great lake. I mean, <laughs> found a seven and a quarter pound bass um, on what? Uh, pearl white battle shad, working class zero battle shad. You're a big battle shad guy too. You fish him a lot. That's like my favorite bait. Really? Seven point five. I haven't really stepped up to the nine point zero, like built up confidence with it, but that pearl white one i have i have like somewhere in between 30 and 40 bass just on that one on one bait on that one and it's mangled but it just i can't hang it on the wall because it's still getting bit dude it's so sick what uh, made you want to what turned you on to the whole uh, working class zero uh i mean just the fact that it's it can be fished anywhere it can be fished so many different ways um i don't think there's like a certain time of the year that that bait won't get bit i think you could be heat of the summer and I mean, speaking from experience, like all of 2020, I had one on pretty much all year long and I caught fish all year long on battle shads and citizens. So it's just the ability to get up on a rock point, cast out, come through some nasty rocks or structure or go into a weed line, fish hydrilla. You can basically punch through hydrilla with the battle shad and just rip and pause, rip and pause. Um, they just flat out get bit. You know, what made you, what did you fish a HUD previously? I did. You did? I so hated them. <laughs> I never, I always either, I always either miss hook sets or I leave them on the bottom of the lake. Like I, yeah. I can't tell you how many HUDs I've just broke off. Um, so what made you turn over to the, uh, working class zeros, battle shad, everything, you know, I just felt like the hookup ratio was better. Um, I don't know what exactly. Were you I mean, like, were you okay, uh, so researching what, it or yeah. did you? Okay. So, so, I mean, really I've always just looked up to Gilbert and when he puts a bait out that you can tell he put time on, you know it's not going to let anyone down, you know? It's just coming from him, you know it's going to be, you know it's going to be good if he's, and then seeing other people use it. Yeah. But, I mean, from the get-go, I liked it. I liked the design. I liked that he built that bait around the beast hook, and it's like there's no other bait out there that's like that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. So when you picked up the battle shad, did you kind of just work that for like a year? Just bam, bam, bam. Pretty much. Yeah. And so I, like you learned the insides and out, ins and outs of that bait. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, another thing let's bring up is you're fishing from a kayak and 
by all means, your kayak's not the best. Like Hobie kayak with the pedal drive and all the, it's a you know what I'm crap. saying? <laughs> but it's, it's, you're catching great fish. It, it, it doesn't works. matter. It, I mean, it gets me out there. What did you learn fishing out of that kayak? Like, how did you learn how to uh, come up to points, uh, come up to structure, whatever you're going to do? Like, how does it change uh, the drift in it? Like, mm-hmm. kind of how did you learn all that? I mean, it's kind of just by feel, like going, like rolling up on a point, seeing which way the wind's blowing, trying to position myself where I was in. Most of the time, I like getting on points where I'm casting straight into the wind and try to anchor myself in like eight feet of water and then cast into the wind and then slow roll up a point. And um, creeping bottom, filling the bottom throughout the whole retrieve. Um, the thing that's really helped me with, with hookup ratio on like a, jig hook style swim bait is pointing the rod straight at the bait while I'm retrieving it. And then whenever that thump happens, you have that straight line tension against the spool and just crank down on it and then swing, you know, and most like, I can't remember who it was that told me to switch that up. But once I did that, my hookup ratio, I, I, I stopped missing fish. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just all in the kayak too. I mean, yeah keeping you can't keep on a point you're drifting a lot of the times right it's i mean it can be a struggle honestly being on the kayak um you can't always get what you want and then when you put content out of like dumping a fish people are like i'll tell you what you did wrong (laughs) you should have pulled this way and you know it's like you have no control when you're on the kayak especially if you're not positioned like the wind could be blowing you one way the fish is pulling the other way and you give a you give a decent bass any lead way it's, they know how to throw a bait right away, especially if they come to the surface and the bait's on the outside of their mouth while they're shaking, and you're like, damn, that's a big fish, and then the bait just flies out of their mouth, and you're just, damn, dude. go home bombed or whatever. Because, I, I, I mean, every good fish that would have been my biggest of last year, I, I dumped. I dumped. <laughs> I dumped it. I'm sorry for yelling at you. Yell you got at new mic more. stands, guys. Um, I'm pretty happy with you. So now when we go mobile, it's pretty small. Uh, you could see everyone's mic stands. Uh, I could just put them on the table. Thank you, Patreon. <laughs> These are really this, yeah, this is nice. It's all a small setup now. I can fit it in like three bags and then do the post-production later. Um, let's talk a little bit about Luke. He's sitting here. He doesn't want to talk. He's very shy. Um, I'm behind the camera, man. <laughs> Not in front of the camera. He's a, he does some amazing camera work as well. Uh, I got to see what he did today, and I seen some of the stuff he's done with uh, Jared amazing uh talk about how you guys met uh honestly we met through a friend so i had lived uh in colorado moved to texas and i had a friend that's just an outdoor guy uh richie fishbach and he was friends with jared and i remember uh he had told me um that there was a guy doing 365 days of fishing and i remember I, I, all i was looking for was people to do content with and i was like well there's somebody here who's out every single day. So I hit him up. I'm just like, what's up, man? Friend of Richie and uh, my brother, Bo. And I was like, hey, man, you want to meet up? Within 20 seconds, I think you got back with me. I was just like, all right, man, yeah, let's do this. And uh, so we met I up. I to respond to everyone. <laughs> yeah, best part about meeting up with you, we went on a windy day, and I flew my drone into the water. That was great, man. Dude, what drone was that? <laughs> it was just the Mavic Mini. 
Thank goodness it wasn't the most expensive one. Shit. Upgraded like since, but the day, he like, was so oh, calm God. about it, too. He rolls out on his kayak, and he's just got, like, a, a <sighs> kind of half do? smirk on his face. I'm like, what well, was taking yeah, so long? That's and the then, thing. is like, what are you going to do? You're, you're fucked. I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, I just couldn't get bummed about it. Like, there Why it goes. did it go down? Uh, honestly, I'd crashed it twice already. <laughs> well, that's Could, why. Well, <laughs> I'd crashed it twice already, and then the it was the... I had replaced the the propellers myself. And it was saying, like, a propeller was overheating. I was like... So you put on something wrong, maybe? Yeah, probably. Okay. And, <laughs> and then the wind picked up, and all I see on my monitor, I see the horizon coming up. I was like, there's no saving this. I tried to burn it back, and... Blah, 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 blah. So I, I got to witness... I, I'm a big fan of the drones. Oh, yeah. I got to witness you with the Maverick 2, right? Yeah. Landed with Maverick his hand, because I want to see dudes, like, catch it. Pull the battery, and I saw him fucking do it. It was awesome. Easy. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was but, nervous, man. <laughs> we were out, though. It was pretty calm today. It was really calm okay. compared to, like, Foggy. I've been out days where it's fucked. You would not have put that thing up at all, you know? Like, nah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the content you guys are putting together is, is oh, pretty yeah. amazing. So, do you have an idea, or do you want to talk about the idea you guys have? Like, what you, Honestly, you're trying man, to do? It's just been storytelling. It's like, I mean, that, that's all it really is. Someone who's, who's after something every day, I mean, that, it's the process. It's not just the big fish. It's the, it's the fight for the big fish. And for someone to be so committed, I mean, with you or with BMX, which I'm sure we'll cover, like, just to know that, I mean, someone who's really after something, that's, that's very attractive for me to, like, t- tell a story behind that. And then for us to vibe like we do, I mean, I just feel like, I've known you a whole lot longer than we have, and it's been fun, man. No, I feel I thought you guys were boys for like ever, <laughs> and you're like, oh, we've known yeah. each other for how long? Five months, six months? Not it's, even. Yeah. No. So it's crazy to, November, to go like, hey, like, let's do it. Let's hit a road trip, man. <laughs> yeah, what do you yeah. think about eight days in the same car? <laughs> <laughs> Holiday yeah. Expresses. Bro, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's been good, man. Uh, so, so, what's the plan? So you want to work as a? What do you do for a living? Like, what's your main? I do this now. Um, uh, I was corporate filming. America, and then oh. yeah, and then it was. Uh, I just kind of kept trying side hustles, and then until I landed on, it was a friend at work said, "My wife just got a new camera. Do you want my old one?" I was just like, "Absolutely." How long ago was that? Uh, that was uh, November of um, the year before, November of nineteen, and then since then, uh, I really haven't been so able. You to haven't put been one doing down. it more than a year. Not really. Fuck, dude, you're the second guy that I talked to. <laughs> That has done shit like this, and I'm like, you're so good. That's how did you learn? How did you learn? Every single day. YouTube too. YouTube help a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. That and I guess editing is really kind of the where the secret sauce lies. Get good at editing, man. man. Yeah. Yeah. Photoshop stuff. Oh yeah. Because I mean, even you you take a picture, you're not really that impressed by it. I mean, it's just all right. Yeah. And then knowing now what I can do something with that photo, that's what that's been the encouragement. Maybe having an eye. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's got the you got to kind of like be able to see something like, yeah. I think I have, oh, I did have the ear until I hear ringing permanently in my fucking ears, but <laughs> I had from, rock, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, from, no, from Cipro. Ooh. I took Cip, you know, the antibiotic Cipro. Uh, I took it out of bad reaction. Oh. And it's oh been about six years now. I hear a permanent uh, 2.5 hertz in my ear. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, I went now to the doctors a million so times, so I just hear ringing. So when we go to bed, my wife, we turn a little fan noise machine on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hear it. I can't stop hearing it. So I'm used to noises. I like hearing noises. Yeah. So when I'm fishing, it's probably the quietest it's been, and I hear the ringing a lot. So it sucks because I want to turn the radio on. I don't know if it's going to fuck the fishing up because the radio is too loud. 
So I kind of like have to just deal with the ringing when I'm fishing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of shitty, but is what it is, you know, like, I mean, there's nothing I could do about <laughs> yeah. it. You know, and they tried to tell me it was drums. I'm like, no, nah, I took the fucking Cipro. I was going to say. No, I went to the hospital fucking seven times in a month. Goodness gracious. Because I had half my body going numb, like crazy shit. But well, I had the ear and I get what you're saying. Like I, I could hear something and I go, that sounds like shit. Mm. Or that doesn't sound right. Or that doesn't. And I'm big on audio now. And I, it, it wouldn't be as it could be better if I had perfect hearing, and I don't. So there's, it, you probably guys might hear a lot of uh, low end sometimes. It's because I have a lot of high end. Hmm. Like I, I, I'm cut off at a certain you know frequency. So, you know, wow. you might hear something a little different than another one. So I try to make it sound as best as possible. But when we're talking about your pictures, like you have the eye. I think people have the eye. So I talked to Johnny Z, Johnny trying to go places. Oh yeah, he's got the eye. You have the eye. I could see, like, you guys can see something. Thank you. Because you see a lot of guys try. I have a buddy, Mac Ting. He uh, he's, works at Phoenix. He's, he can see shit. And these guys, artistic maybe a little? Yeah, I mean. You think? Always enjoys the history and art were, okay. like, what I thrived at. Really wasn't a numbers guy. I had a numbers job, but kind of got back to my roots there. But I don't know. I just think it's a numbers game, too. It's a digital camera, so you can take a billion pictures. So I just, <laughs> you finally get the angle. Do you do a lot of that? Just keep taking picture, picture? Yeah, I leave it Even on. today, I mean, you fished maybe da, 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 for da, 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 10 minutes. Yeah. 10, 20 minutes. I had to get Jared's back like, get camera, the fuck man. off the broad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I caught, <laughs> caught, all, caught all that kelp today, man. <laughs> yeah. You handed me a rod, I got it hung up. You handed me a rod, and I got it also exactly. hung up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We tried to get him on a fish, but he, he loves the kelp too much. <sighs> <laughs> Big kelp, man. When, when, um, I think going back to what you were talking about earlier, whenever me and Luke had first met, Luke came into my life at like the perfect time because I was coming to the end of the 365 and I was like, man, I need someone to like tell. document or yeah, tell, yeah, tell yeah. the story because I'm, I'm not good at what Luke does. I, I mean, that, it holds me back because yeah, I can go out and I can catch fish, but I can't, I can't get that content out there. I'm not good at it. Even though I'm rolling around with a GoPro, I'm sitting on like, three hours of cast and catch footage from 2020. And then I'll occasionally just dump it on Instagram and be like, okay, but it doesn't, it doesn't speak for that footage. When you dump it on Instagram, it's not the uh, product you want to put out, right? No. And I would rather save it, put it all together and make it into something good. And that's why I was like, dude, Luke, yeah. If you want to come out with me document, that'd be so awesome because he makes everything look good. So, everything you guys have shown me so far, I'm, I'm very impressed. I'm like, wow. Thank you, man. Thank I feel you. like there's a couple of guys that are really doing something different right now. Um, and not to knock on YouTube channels and go like, oh, this looks like shit. They're doing what they can and they got their following with their, you know, GoPros or whatever it might be. But you guys are trying to do something uh, different by, by doing a very high quality, almost like a fish film. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's right. what we're hoping for. Two-part series, something or another. But yeah. we just want to keep it going, though. Like, what we're doing, we want to continue doing. We want to continue traveling, meeting people who are also diehard about the same things we're doing, and just see new places, meet new people, and have it be more of a community, you know, like where we all have a good time. It's like us getting out today. We've never met each other before yeah. today. We had a blast on yeah. the boat together. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it's like by the end of the day, we're best friends just because we're connected through fishing. You know, at five thirty in the morning, you know how I knew we connected. Oh my God. He opened up the car door. He goes, do you mind if I bring beer? And I'm like, Oh, we're friends now. <laughs> 
Um, but you also do something else inter- interesting, like a couple different things where I'm like, wow, that, that I'm into like movies. I love movies. One movie I really love is Chef. It's a great movie. Food trucks. Mm-hmm. Then you told me I have two food trucks. I'm like, no fucking way. Yeah. So talk about that a little. That's interesting to me. Is like, what? How did that come about? I started. I started working at Burrow Cheese Kitchen uh, about seven years ago. Uh, fun. Maybe it was eight years ago. Fun, fun, fun fest. It's basically like ACL South by Southwest okay. in Austin. Uh, music festivals, that kind of thing. I fell in love with it. I was just a dude who came on as a temp, and then. I stuck with it. I just went on and went full time, and then I started prepping, and then, and then me and the owner became great friends. My wife also works with me, Erica. She's a saint. I love her. Thank you for letting me travel so much and oh, fish wow. all the time. <laughs> um, and um, no, so I mean, years passed, and then all of a sudden, me and my lady, we started kind of running things, and the boss gave us the reins and said, you know have at it and now we have like a great crew make really good grilled cheese sandwiches in austin that's what the food truck is grilled Mm -hmm. cheese sandwiches wow yeah so it's like an artist in grilled cheese like we do we do tomato soup with it oh yeah we got tomato basil soup i make really good tomato basil soup Uh, we gotta order some food right now guys uh, oh my god i'm starving (laughs) Uh, we do one called the long tall texan it's um sourdough Gouda, aged cheddar, um, brisket, like loaded brisket. Where do you get the brisket from? Uh, we, we do a couple local spots in Austin. Really? Because oh, I don't know how cool. to do brisket. That's a hard. Traeger um, can make anyone a fucking champ. <laughs> Traeger. And then we, we top it off with like a pineapple serrano salsa. It's, Damn, it's, it's fire. That's, that's, that sounds good. So that's your full-time gig? That's my full-time food, gig. Food trucks? Yeah. Um, but you, I feel like you're... Everything you do is kind of like you, uh, you go full into it. So another thing we connected on was uh, BMX. I, you guys heard me say I used to ride bikes. I owned a bike shop when I was 19. My buddy Anthony, that's my tournament partner. Um, and I did the first X Games as amateur, but we started talking. You go, oh, I used to ride bikes. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, I rode for Primo. I'm like, oh, what the fuck, right? You rode for Primo? Uh, fit. Odyssey, Odyssey, Fit and Odyssey, Odyssey yeah. and Fit. Yeah. I'm like, no way, dude. So yeah. like, I'm like, you were like seriously into BMX and yeah, the street, more street stuff, right? More street, yeah. yeah. Tech, street, yeah. Um, I kind of, I kind of messed around with a little bit of everything. Um, as I got older, I started going a little lower and st- going slower, lower and slower. <laughs> what happened? Breaking uh, stuff. Breaking stuff. Torn ACL. Yeah. Um, rolled ankles. You know the standard stuff that comes with riding bikes with no health insurance, you know, not, not treating any of my past injuries kind of caught up to me as I got older and I had to find something that kind of replaced riding BMX. Did you ever enter any turn or contest like BS? Con- they didn't have BS contests. Um, did they, you know, I, BS, they had BS. I think it was like 98 or seven. Yeah, that was, that was, that was before my time. Was it? I think I, I was like around X Games 2004 time. was whenever I, started peaked, like getting when you got good really, okay. i started getting good okay. i think i peaked whenever i was like late 20s so like 20, uh, 2009 2000 uh 2012 okay yeah 12. i'm 35 young and easy young yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um no but i was i was always always on my bike and then whenever i stopped riding and i started working all the time i just always kind of had that void where i i didn't have my thing anymore and then whenever I started fishing again and I picked up swim baits, that's kind of like, I never what thought. What made you want to choose a swim bait though? 
just a bigger bite, you know? Because I feel like a lot of, it sounds so stupid. A lot of extreme sport dudes. I don't, I fucking hate saying that word. Extreme sport. But so you know, extreme. like dudes that like surf, dudes that ride bikes, dudes that skate, dudes that what they go into big baits. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's just cool. Yeah, it's just super yeah, cool, yeah. you know? And like, Bait makers, you know, like a lot of them are just all cool dudes. Music, same thing too. Yeah. Like it's all big circle of like uh, dudes that share the same interest. And a lot of the times you hit hit it on the head with another guy who's like, "Oh, did you like this? Yeah. Did you used to do this? Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, you. you yeah. Oh, do you remember this show? Yeah. You know, like so. It's like with swim baits it, that connects everything a lot. For sure. You know. And it, it just it just intrigued me like from the get go. Like I was like you know, looking at people who swim bait fish. And I was like, I want to catch that fish. And I never felt like I could catch that fish with conventional tackle. Kudos to anyone that goes out with conventional tackle and sticks a double digit. You know, that's insane to me. It doesn't even sound possible, but I know it is. But There's been a debate. I've had a, I have a couple of talks with guys that are going, you know, I think I could catch that big of a fish with the jig. And As that's you, the you know only thing. Like every lake in Texas, you look Everyone's at like... throwing a big jig to get You look at fish. lake records and it's like wintertime jig <laughs> lake record and i'm like yeah <laughs> and then in like same thing like we just had a 13.5 pulled out of lake austin and i was like i bet anything it was caught was on, it a on jig. a jig it was on a jig oh, man. and i was just like i was just i just got off lake austin that day too i'd been fishing for like eight hours straight didn't get a single bite and then i get home and my buddy hits me up he's like Dude, I just caught an 11 my buddy caught a 13 on oh, lake austin oh your buddy was part of it yeah oh fuck yeah. What do you, he, your buddy fishes a conventional lot? Five one two fisherman, yeah, John. He fishes John, conventional John. lot. Yeah, he's 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 a little bit of both though. Bring a little bit he's, closer. He actually um, you can push it, it that way a little. I see he, you're getting back there. I know. Lean back, getting, dude. You're getting you're tired. You've been fishing all day. Dude, I don't wake up at five a.m. <laughs> ever. I am burnt. I'm sorry. This no. is this is daddy daycare fishing where you <laughs> get up at four. You're home by you know eleven. You're going okay. I'm ready for the kids, and then you're out by nine, and you're like. Ugh. But your your buddy conventional fishes a lot. He conventional okay. fishes a lot, and he just he just got into. I wouldn't say he just got into swim baiting, but he swim bait fishes with me. When he goes out with me, he leaves the conventional at home, so that's pretty cool. And then he went out and he stuck a eleven pounder on like Austin on a jig. It wasn't a jig; it was on a swim bait. He stuck the eleven on a swim bait. Yeah, what swim bait? You don't want to say. I mean, no, you don't have to. I'm not. I get it. Someone might listen to this and go. Oh, you don't want to blow a lake up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you don't have to say it, but were you stoked on the swim bait he caught it on? How about that? I was. Okay. Yeah. That's all you got to say. I was, I was proud of the guy. <laughs> I was proud of the guy. You know, I don't, I'm not trying to blow no one's shit. I, you you know, know, and like when I see someone catch a big fish like that, yes, I get, I get jealous. Really? I wouldn't say jealous, but inside I'm like, why? What's your PB though? 11.5. So you still got to beat, bro? I mean, but I mean, even, even you whenever. You still got a bigger dick. Come on, Jared. What's no, wrong? No, even whenever, even when people talk about PBs, I'm like, I don't think of mine as big. I, I don't think of a, I don't think of a big fish as 11.5. I think of like a teener. I like, that's why I'm still out. Like, a, What do you consider a big fish? I don't know. Mid-teens, 15. What would you be ha- You'd be happy with a 15. I think do I could. Do you think that I think is I realistic would, though? Totally. Where? Lake Austin, Lake Travis. You think in Texas you can catch a 15? Definitely. Texas, Texas bass are huge. What's the uh, record out there? At, at, or Lake Austin Lake, is Lake the Austin's one at 13, right? 16-6. Okay. Yeah. So you think you can catch a 15 out of their possible? For sure. Are people pretty uh, good about not keeping bass in Texas? 
Well, <laughs> no. No. There, I, I see people all the time that will take home like a seven-pound bass. That's what I'm trying to say. So they might be fishing from the bank with like bluegill or something. You could fish with bluegill, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, conservation is a little different over there than it is in California, I think. Texas Parks and Wildlife, they do a really good job, though. Do they? Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah, stocking, all of that. But you I, see dudes keep seven-pounders, you're like, fuck. It's a bummer. Oh. It's a bummer. You never say shit to them because it's, it's a right, right? I they mean, can do whatever yeah, they want. Yeah. I'm not going to. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you think a teener is like, I mean, I think 11, 11 is a big, big fish, man. It was a great fish. Yeah, that's a great fish. I was, I was, I was shaken. I was, I was, I lived off was that, that the high. Pack? Uh, no, it was on, it was on my buddy's boat. Okay. Yeah. You think you would have caught that off the kayak if you could have fished off the kayak or no? You wouldn't be able to get that spot. I don't know. I, I mean, yes, I could. I mean, it's a spot we fish a lot. It's a spot I fish on the kayak. I don't know if I would have landed them on the kayak. Really? I don't, I don't, I don't know. What's I, the it big was, difference, like, landing a fish on the kayak compared to uh, landing it in the boat? Man, they're just go, they go batshit when you get them right up next to the, to the yak. And I'm so disorganized. I always have, like, all my rods laid out in front of me. I got freaking... <laughs> Just treble baits laid all over the bottom of the boat, like switching stuff out. I'm, I'm, I'm scattered. So whenever, whenever a bass gets up next to the side of the boat, you can't just flip them in there with you with all that stuff. Especially if you catch a big bass on a treble hook bait and you throw them right in between your legs. You know, they're Have just you got gonna, caught before. Not well, no, not that way. No, I've been fish hooked many times, but not not no way. not from Bad that or no. Uh, deep ones, yeah, hand. I got one in the calf that was really good. I got a hinkle in the calf. Did you just yank it out with the pliers? Yeah, yeah. I tried the whole braid technique where you push work. down on the hook yeah. and yank real hard. Yeah. It just, yeah, it did work. <laughs> but, no, I, I think you're at a little bit of a disadvantage in the kayak because, and I don't ever carry a net. Um, Why not? I lost a bet in 2019 for the whole Fish 365 that I couldn't uh, use a net. So what do you do when you catch a fish? Do you flip it onto the kayak? Yeah, I try to just grab the bait. If it's treble okay. bait, I'll grab the bait and flip Pull them in. Okay. Yeah, by the bait. Or I, I think I do pretty good at getting a, a fish in the kayak. I've only lost a couple nice ones. Have you lost anything where you're like, could have been it? Um, yeah. Really? Yeah. No, no, not teener. No. But bigger than an 11. Could have been 12s? Yeah, it could have been 12s. I don't think I've ever hooked into a teener. So would you be happy if you got a 13? Oh, I'd be stoked. That'd be it for you. Like, not it, but you would. I might you stop. Only, I might take a break. Yeah. Like right now I'm on Oh, day. you're not taking a break till you catch a teener. I'm not stopping. Oh, fuck. I'm, I'm in it until I catch a teener. Hey, it must be nice to have a no kids. <laughs> hey, I got cats. <laughs> yeah. They take care of themselves. Definitely, definitely different. I'm on, uh, yeah, what, what was today? 400, 403. I fish every day for 403 days. And I'm not, I really don't plan on stopping. And the wife is very supportive of it. She, she told Fuck me. Fuck yeah, she's supportive, dude. My wife would be like, yeah, here's the divorce papers. <laughs> no, she would. I mean, I do so many other things, but that, I mean, you could get away even for an hour a day if you had to. You That's know, what it is. Fish, I mean, know. every day. It's, it's, it's you not try all... to fish like an hour. Do you fish out of the kayak almost every day? I, I try to. If... So out of the majority of time you fish, the 365 days last year, how many were out of the kayak? Oh, God, a lot of them. I, I mean, 
I kayaked 1,800 miles last year. Fuck. That's a big thing for a freshwater fisherman to say. Maybe salt might be different because, you know, they're heading out of the harbor, you know, going out. Mm -hmm. Some of these guys get yellowtail and stuff. It's a lot of miles, dude. It was a lot of miles. My ass (laughs) actually started messing up on me these last... And what kind um, of kayak do you have? I have a Jackson Big Tuna. It's originally a two-person kayak. Um, But you rigged it up. I just kicked the seat all the way back. I'm six foot five, so yeah, you're stretching, yeah. stretching the legs out. It actually almost works for me. Nice, but it handles it handles water, big water well. Like when really? I get on the like big lakes and I'm around ski boats and wake surfing boats. Can you look at my boat real quick. I'm I'm stressed out again. I'm sorry. I'll check it out. I tied my oh, boat sure. up on the dock and I think I tied it right. I'm a fucking idiot. It's He's gonna, gonna say it. it's, it's gone. It's on the break look wall. Look at there he goes. He's trying to be a fucking. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's got me going. Look at it. Oh, man, it's gone. For, for a minute, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what were we talking about? We, we were, were talking about big water at the, on the lake. Oh, yeah. The kayak. No, I mean, I, I mean, and it's like I, it's not that you can't get on a big fish from the bank. But, I mean, I, I'm so diehard about committing to this like i want it that bad mm-hmm. and it's not for anything it's not it's it's just it's just it's challenging me like you can put your mind yeah, yeah if you put your mind to it you can achieve anything yeah i just remember you saying that a lot and it's like you can now, do whatever here's another you question do you want to make sure you catch the 13 or 14 out of the kayak definitely you don't want to catch it out of a boat no okay i want to be in the kayak i want to All ski right. around behind it for a little bit you know <laughs> Do you know what the record is out of a kayak? No. You should find out what it is. That's true. What if you have it? You just don't know. That'd be that'd be pretty cool, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, you never know. I, I wonder how you could even track that. I'm sure you can. Yeah. We'll find, I'm sure someone will message me and go, "Hey, asshole!" It's you know whatever. Yeah, it's. But no, I wonder. I wonder. Pounds. I yeah. mean, we know the record in California is like 22. Or I'm not. Oh no, that's the record. Period. What's the biggest? Large it's, mouth. It's out of Biwa, right? Yeah, twenty seventy-five pound white sea bass. So we I don't know about. Not, we don't know about bass. Yeah, 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 so. See what large mouth is. See what large mouth is. I yeah, need Biwa. one of these guys on the podcast where I can go. Hey, look this up. Yeah, that's sick. I <laughs> yeah, like I need one of those. I like. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm? That was twenty-two something, right? That was Dottie yeah. out of Cali. No, that was Biwa. in Biwa. Yeah. 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 That's a. I mean, Biwa's got some freaking nature bass. They're yeah. blimps. I got to see it at um, Matt Purcell's. What is it? Regina Womack, record 15.88 pound kayak largemouth bass. Wow. Okay, so you got to get a 16. Regina Womack. Mid teens. You need a 16. That's your wow. goal, huh? Yeah. yeah you did say that, yeah. Because if you got a 16 out of a kayak, that, that's all you. You're done. Yeah. You'd have Sorry, Regina. I would take a break after that. Would you? Yeah. How long? I don't know. Maybe a couple days. <laughs> right yeah oh man hey wait till you, you have kids you're gonna take a long nah, he'd be back break. in it the next day he'd be right back you think so yeah no, yeah i, I mean so. i mean how many times have you got frustrated fishing i have and gone fuck this and i get home and put my boat away and go fuck this is bullshit then i see someone's post or i see something and i go maybe if i try this it'll be better that's what not, it is and it's not and you go out and it's fucked but then that one day I'm fucking around talking to someone on the phone and I go, oh shit, oh shit. You know, and I'll be like a fucking six pound bass. I'm like, oh fuck yeah. You yeah. Know, like, it's you so, know, whatever it is, you know. Yeah. I mean, it, it, fishing can get very frustrating. 
Oh, you it, know, and especially if you're not like, I don't consider myself good. Like, if you're not like these guys that like can go, look at Butch, look at Butch. This fucking guy messages. He's me. a robot. He goes, "Hey Nick, here's some promo pictures and video." I'm like, "When did you catch those?" Yesterday. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Two ten pounders. Like, I'm like, motherfucker, man. How do yeah. you do that, man? How do you do it? You know, and he just he's done it for forty years. And that's the level I want to be on. Forty years, man, just grinding out. I, know, I, I appreciate the hell out of that. Seeing yeah. people do that and be that skilled at what they're doing, you know, it's that's what I want to be like. Yeah. I want to be. I want to be. When I get to that level, you know, I, I want to be at that level. Since you big bait fish from the kayak, do you have to use a, maybe a little different setup? Line-wise, real rod, anything a little different. Mm. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I, I do like having a more parabolic rod. Okay. I like having a softer rod that's going to absorb. You think because you're not going to lose it that way. Yeah, okay. I can keep a bend on a fish. Like when I, when I made the switch to uh, Leviathan rods, their rods are really parabolic. They'll like double end over each other. So even if you're getting blown in the wind, the, you know, like everything's pulling against you. The fish is going one way, the boat's going the other. You can like keep that bend on the rod. And uh, fish comes up and jump. You know, are all of them like that that you have set up in your kayak? Yeah, I have all okay. all of them are like that. So all the Leviathan rods are like set up very parabolic, so you make sure you don't lose a fish. Mm-hmm. Even if they have a big backbone, you still want a lot of bend on the end. A right? lot of like tip. tip, yeah, yeah, a lot of soft. Okay. Like it's soft. Yeah, my they do they do do um, mod fast now. They okay. just started testing some new blanks, so I should get some of those here soon. But. Uh, you know, for hard baits, it's really good having something parabolic. It keeps those trebles pinned. Mm-hmm. And I, I learned to really like the parabolic on a soft bait. It's, it's a little different of a hook set. You got to really crank down on them and swing hard. But once they're pinned, they're pinned. And that, you know, most of the time, I don't throw any jig hook style baits. I, I mostly throw baits. It's like my soft baits are all Glides, beast, soft, beast yeah, hooks. Yeah, or yeah. like, yeah, weedless, weedless. Yes. And a lot of cl- glides, right? And a lot of glides. What glides do you like using? So what's what's something a little different? You have you fished California lakes previously to this? Never. So this will be your first time tomorrow. First time tomorrow. Wow. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. My my favorite glides. I like I like gizzard shad profile glides, like phony shad, eighty six shad, mm-hmm. um, three sixteen workhorse, or the hinkle shad. I fell in love with the hinkle shad this last year. Yeah. That's a really fun bait. It's a hard one to get a hold of, man. Shit. A little hard to get a hold of. Yeah. 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 I had two of them I threw away. Thanks, wife. She's going to deny it all day long. I know she fucking threw it. What happened with that? 
Uh, my buddy Mike Bond, he had two baits he gave me to give to Bass Jack. Mm-hmm. So, to get them uh, painted? Yes. So I had them on the table, Amazon box. There was two Hinkle Shad boxes in there. So uh, I put them on the table. I go the next day to find the box. She goes, oh, I don't know where it is. I'm like, okay, maybe in the closet or something. So I look. Can't find it. And it was Christmas time. Oh, God. So I guarantee somebody picked the fucking box up because it was light threw it in the trash. So I'm like, oh, I'm fucked, man. I'm just, that's two baits. They're, they're not mine. I got to find them. How the fuck am I going to get those? Wow. You got to wait for a drop. I'm like, shit, so... That's like, that's like $500 worth of baits. Two of those? Uh, yeah, I, had, yeah. I bought them off of a buddy of mine. Thank God he had them. Jeez. Uh, I won't say his name so he can keep private. He knows <laughs> who I'm talking about, you <laughs> son of a bitch. And, uh, but he helped me out. I appreciate that. Uh, he had two of them. He sold them to me at regular price. So I was like, thank you so much, dude. They're solid baits. They're so fun. No, I know. I, I, don't, I, I wish I found them. I'd have them. <laughs> you know, like, they're gone. I don't know what the fuck happened to them. So, I mean... Um, it was shitty. I was really pissed, but I thank God I was able to replace him. That was what I was worried about. Cause I'm like, what am I have to do? Go find a bait flipper? I have to find someone that flips baits to get these fucking baits back. Get up on the universe. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, Jesus. I'm going to have to get on the board and I'm like, thank God this dude came through. So, I mean, here's what it is. I mean, I've lost some baits where I'm like, oh my gosh, have you lost like a DRT? Yeah. I oh, broke my- off a DRT ghost oh, at the f- beginning of the year. On what? Just cranking, just deep cranking on the bottom, and oh, just shit. I was fishing underneath the bridge next to some pilings, and did you think about diving in and trying to go down and getting? No, it was like in twenty two, twenty five feet of water. Oh, yeah, I mean, I could probably go and like get gear and go down and get it, but after it's gone, it's gone in my head. I'm like, really? whatever. How long did that thing last for? Like I mean, how I, many? How long did you fish it? Like it, it was pretty new when I broke it off. Okay, so you I had two. Have I have two other ones, so I was like bummed, but at the same time, I just wrote it off as soon as it went down. But I mean, there's a lot of. Um, Do you fish the ghost a lot? N- not, not much, no. honestly. If I'm on a bass boat or I'm fishing from the bank, that's just. I mean, like the ghost, like a Roman made mother, um, hinkle trout, like those big baits are really hard to fish in a kayak fish them right because you got to load the shit out of the rod you got to load the shit out of the rod you got to be feeling what's going on with the bait like a ghost is is not too bad out of the kayak but the mother and those baits that are like 14 16 ounces that's wear you out fishing those in (laughs) sitting down in the kayak you know there's no leverage there's no leverage using your whole body it's just just all (laughs) arms like this you know how sore are you after you so sore so sore like Committing to a big bait all day will wear your arms out. Yeah. On top of most of the time, I'm averaging about five miles a day on the kayak. And you're doing it all with your upper body, like all paddling. Up, yeah. Oh, shit. Dude. Yeah. I'm on one of those vintage kayaks that has a paddle. You need to get a kayak. and You need to get a kayak sponsor. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. I would like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, then you got this guy following you around behind you. Yeah, Luke's right behind me all the time. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up, man. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Has that, has that been pretty taxing to you, Luke? Like, learning how to go, like, fuck, well, I gotta keep up. And it's all about the angle. So, like, I'm, I'm constantly fighting for the angle. I'm mm-hmm. just kind of sloshing around behind the wind. The, the wind's not working for him either. You should have the trolling yeah. motor on your kayak. Uh, you wanna buy me one, man? Yeah, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You could drop that. You could just anchor lock and get the photo. Maybe know? a little Minn Kota. Yeah. Can you fun. stand up on your kayak? Oh, yeah. You can too? I like yeah. Yeah. Month okay. 13 and a half uh, wilderness systems ride. Ride. Uh, 13.5? Yeah. Did you have it before you met him? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
That's kind of what McBain's. There it goes. Oh, the compressor. All right, we're going to take a quick break. I want to be. <laughs> Sick. You got to pay us anyone anything? Uh, I want to get some food, dude. Remember what we were talking about, Luke? What's up? Do you remember what we were talking about? Absolutely not. Oh, kayaks. Okay, so the kayak thing, um, we took a break. We had to go pee-pee. We drank too many beers. Mm. Um, baby bladder. Not really. Yeah, baby bladder. Yeah. I got a baby bladder. Um, so this swim bait thing, like you kind of skip, like I want a full breakdown. I like hearing the story, like where, who taught you? So you like... I don't know. I hear a lot of guys go, hey, I, I learned from this dude. I learned on this YouTube video. I mean, a full breakdown of kind of like, how did you learn? Like, Yeah. You, you catching good fish. I mean, it's great. People noticed you, you know. Going into it, I, I, I didn't really have people that were around that kind of showed me how to fish certain things. I feel like I went through every swim bait. I just bought up a bunch of baits, and I was like, just trying to figure out what I liked and what worked for me. Were you buying commercial shit as well? Yeah, just buying junk, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you can buy in the swim bait world that's kind of just, you know, run-of-the-mill stuff that you can go to Bass, Did you have any that Bass Pro or Cabela's. Uh, Gantrell Jr. Really? You know, that's just a solid blue, bluegill bait that uh, works in any body of water in Texas. Anything, any pond, any lake. I in mean, Texas? you can get on you can get on good fish on the Gantrell Jr. Honestly, that's a great bait. Is there that many little ponds everywhere? Like I've they're heard just everywhere, and there's fish in there. Oh yeah, everything has bass in it. It's mm-hmm. like you see kids fishing private waters and golf courses and sticking like double digit bass out of like a small body of water. Dude, it's crazy, you know. So does that count to you? No, no, not at all. What kind of body of water do you need to be in? Like a non-private lake? A lake that everyone has the same. Because some people I, I've heard, like I had a friend that went to Texas for a vacation. And he was walking down the street, and there was this lady's, like, little pond in her house, like, next to her house. So he knocked on the door. She's, he's like, you mind if I fish it? I'm in California. She's like, go ahead. There's some fish in there. And he said he caught, like, threes, fours, threes, four. Like, yeah, good, it's good. nonstop. It's nonstop. I mean, it's not that it doesn't count. Good for them. It's very exciting to go get on a big bass, you know? But if you're going to be advertising it, anyone could go to that body of water. Th- those fish are pets. Those, those, I mean, they've never seen a bait before. Not even a, a, a wacky rig Senko. You know, you could go get that, that 10-pound bass on a perfectly carved stick with some treble hooks hanging off of it, you know? It's like they'll hit anything that's moving. So, I mean... That's a hard one, though, but I mean... But I want, I I want it to be legit. I want to be on a lake. So it's, to be legit to you, you got to be on, like, a lake that everyone has? Me? Yes. You want to see, you want to see, you want to know those fish have seen some baits. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, that just shows your skill as a fisherman. Okay. If you can go to a big body of water, figure out how to break. Have you met dudes that, in Texas that have caught, like, teeners through private lakes? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Have you ever fished those private lakes? No. Why? I don't want to. Like Camelot Bell. That's it, like. It costs, like, $1,500. Yeah. Then why wouldn't you go to private lake? <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's not that I wouldn't go to you know what I'm saying? But I would I'm not, go to private lake all day and catch it. I don't give a it's, fuck. It's really cool. Yeah. I'm uh, going to go to strip club because I love my wife, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, there's nothing wrong with private lake fishing. There's nothing wrong with fishing a golf course. It's just, it, it's easy. And that's not a challenge. You know, anyone can go out there and catch a really good fish. 
And there's a lot of people who make a lot of money on Instagram doing it or like, you know, get sponsorships doing it. It's like anyone make money on Instagram doing private link fishing. You could do it, you know? Yeah. It's it's a thing. But I mean, no no shame in that. Like, you know, you're doing what works for you. I'm not I'm not hating on anyone. Like but it's just not for me, you know? But wouldn't you even go just for fun? Like I would go like if I wouldn't say, advertise say Luke it. was like, "Hey, let's go fish this private lake." My buddy said, "Hey, we can fish there." I wouldn't think to hit you up for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then like, I would go fish the river. You know, if I was going to go right. fish the private lake, I'd go out to the lower Colorado River or like the Quad or the, I mean. I, I'll say something. I remember what I noticed is you do appreciate the challenge. Even when we first got to Arizona, everyone said no. You said yes. Said not that place. <laughs> they were yes. like, skip Arizona. Those lakes are dead. Yeah, and then you were more stoked because we had a sunset bass. Oh, it was I beautiful. I mean, end of the day. I mean, Arizona yeah, sunset. It was right, yeah, it was right when we were all feeling like, okay, it's a beautiful day. Look how gorgeous it is out here. It's okay we didn't catch a fish. At least we got out here. And then we caught one. I did dump one earlier on. Oh, on yeah. Ankle. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I remember so, you saying it was more fulfilling at the yeah. very, I mean, the last inch of the day. You were more stoked that it happened Dude, then it than we did And you got that on video, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it made, it made it all worth it. That. Yeah, it'll be fun. Is this going to go be your first YouTube project you're going to put out? This yeah. is it, yeah. This California. This one kicks it off. Content, I get involved. I'm a part of it now. Huh? Hey, you're in it. <laughs> you're in it. You're the reason we're here. This is another thing. So, like... If you go, you don't, and I just like the, this conversation about private legs. People talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, what if someone told you what to do to catch a fish? Say Gilbert called you and said, hey, I've been to Texas. I like rigging my bait this way. And when you get to that point, work it this way and do that, that, and this. And say you say, okay, I'm taking that note. I go out there. I catch my 15-pounder. Is that yours? Just because he told you how to do it? Is that yours? Oh. That's the question. Is that your is that your fish? Absolutely. But he told you how to do it. So like I caught my PB. Calico. But just because someone tells you doesn't mean doesn't mean because that's like saying there's three dudes on a boat. They're all throwing the same bait, but one dude sticking fish left yeah, and right. I get what you're saying. You know, I just maybe feel like uh, to me when I caught my PB calico. Did someone put you on it? Someone told me what to do. Yeah. And I did took that technique and I did it. And I he told me where to that go. That just means you're good at fishing. Now. I mean, I, f- I feel like I could have told you what to do, and you know, like, I don't know. That's a hard one for me. Yeah. I just like Did you catch bait. your PB on, on a swim bait? My freshwater? Yeah. Yes. No. Spinner bait. Nice. Yeah. Well, and your, was your calico on a swim bait? Or was it no, on? No, it was on my favorite bait, the jerk shad. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. Everyone knows I love that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, but my friend Jeff Leafson told me, hey, Nick, uh, throw this this way. You know, and I, I was fishing the one of the walls we went by. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, flipping it in the rocks and bam, you know, I pull up a seven. I was shocked. It was amazing. You know, like for me, I can't imagine a fight that yeah. a seven pound. And then I caught it. Well, actually I caught it. I didn't weigh this one, but I think it was the same at uh, a break wall at night. I caught a big one mm-hmm. recently, like a couple months, a month ago. And it was it. And that was on a swim bait. Okay. Lures. Yeah. But I mean, uh, it's a, it, when you, when you get that piece of information from someone, right. It didn't feel like it was yours? You know, you, but you're doing research. Like, right now, you're doing research. Yeah. You're doing all the research, you know, so you figure everything out on your own, right? Yeah. You had no one break this down for you. I, I just learned what I liked, 
And, you know, at the beginning, I bought just so much stuff. And then I downsized. You think that's, what you, that's how you did your learning curve was you bought so many bits from everywhere. And you mm-hmm. kind of like said, no. no and then I yes. fine-tuned it. I was like, this works for me. This doesn't. This works for me. I get, get rid of, I gave away so many swim baits. I, I guarantee there's so many people out there like, oh, yeah, Jared gave me a swim bait. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I hated Jared that bait. Jared thinks it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I mean, it's, it's cool because, I mean, they all work. They all catch fish kids are always asking like what's the best swim bait and it's like whatever one you're most confident in those are the ones you're going to get hit on the most because and for me like my favorite swim bait is the one that's most beat up like chewed up hook rash teeth marks you don't care about uh color much like a paint Uh, not at all my pb was on my pb was on a freaking hot pink soft swim bait hot pink like Freaking neon. You just gave it away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a secret. I mean, no. I mean, I color for a lot of people play into maybe it's confidence more. You know, for sure. Confidence bait. Yeah. I mean, when you got a good-looking bait, you feel like, man, it's going to get fucking bit. You know what I'm saying? But I think the ones that are, like, beat to shit are the ones that get bit the most. I heard a lot of people say that, too. Well, look at you. How long have you had that fucking battle shad? It's one of the first head case harness ones, right when he dropped Fuck, them. dude. Yeah. Beginning of 2020 or mid, like early 2020, whenever he first dropped those, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I need to hang it up on the wall, but it just keeps getting bit. Like, I want that one forever, you know? Because it's kind of like, it's like, it used to be pearl white, and now it's kind of like a, like a piss yellow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like all stained up. You, and, say that. Yeah. Yeah. you show Gilbert, be like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I talked to him about it, yeah. and he was like, dude, keep throwing it. I yeah. mean, if it's getting bit, keep fishing it. No. It's, it's probably, I mean, you know? That that's crazy, and it's it goes to show you like if you know what you're doing and you could take care of that bait. I've heard people go, "Oh man, they don't like these plastics don't last that long. They're not worth it." I mean, is it worth it to you? How much is it? How much is that bait? Uh, I don't even know. Thirty, forty bucks. Okay, for one. Is that if you take care of it and you catch forty fish, is that worth it to you? Oh damn! Fuck yeah, it's worth it to me. You know, I would pay a hundred dollars if he told me it was a hundred dollars. I'd pay a hundred dollars yeah. for it because I know it works, and that's like what. That's makes another it. thing with the swim bait community is I. It's it's shitty to see uh, people complain about stuff sometimes. Where I go look, if you make something and you think it's worth that much, then sell it for that. People don't want to buy it, and they don't buy it. If they do, fuck it. Yeah, customer service is a completely different thing, but bait wise, I'm like, dude, if if I needed that bait, I'd probably pay that much for it. Especially yeah. a dude, that someone said a dude in a tournament, if they really needed that bait, they're gonna pay a hundred bucks and win them the tournament. Yeah, you know, no, one hundred percent. It's like, I mean, even going back to what you were saying earlier, like fishing stuff every day and like 2020 and fishing every day. Like, I didn't, I wasn't that confident in glide baits at the beginning of the year. And then I just How confident are you now? Oh, now I, it's a no-brainer. I could just go out with, like, one glide bait and have a good day, you know? Like, I feel like... And I was catching fish in the winter on them. And then, like, the summer was great. And, like, I just won... But do you think it's your lake, too? I mean, your lake just seeing these glide baits? My lake, I guess lakes in Arizona. Yeah. I guess, uh, <laughs> you know, as I'm going <laughs> along the road, they work everywhere. Anywhere with bass, you know? Like... We'll see how they work tomorrow, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I'm sure it's going to be great wherever you go. People yeah. will know when they see the video. Oh. And it's just, you just mix it up. You know, like throwing a glide bait is like a cadence thing. You need to just do these long bomb casts and either they're going to hit it when you're doing this or they're going to hit it when you're doing this. You know, just And it was funny it to see you casting some of the plastics because we were at the oil rigs. I just wanted to get bit. 
and I see him giving that swim bait cast, you know, I'm like, fucking, that's a typical, you know, where I, I throw a little different, you know, like trying to just get it in there, fuck it, oh, load you it know, up. and you're like getting a perfect cast right in there. I'm like, fuck <laughs> it, we're moving, you know, like, um, that's, that's super cool, you know, like watching swim bait guys do something different too, as well as just, you know, throwing the bait all the time. Yeah. Uh, now, when you were doing that 365 days, did you have any type of uh, plan? So, like, say, like, if I, I always think of this, like, I'm going to throw this bait for a month straight. That's it. That's fucking it, period. Did you have that in your head when you're doing the 365 days? No. You just threw whatever? Yeah, just whatever. Okay. Whatever felt right. Whatever, whatever baits. Normally in the floorboard of my truck when I step out of it. Because normally I just have baits, like, littered all throughout my truck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... If it's in the floorboard, like where I'm sitting, normally it's one of the first ones to grab. And if it's like behind me, then so you, you had know, no be- met, like plan or method of anything. Like you're just no. Like, I'm gonna go fish. That's you it. know, honestly, and if I had to like lay out my favorite baits, it would, it would be like a phony, a Hinkle, Matt's '86 glide. That bait, that it's a smaller profile glide, but it has a big presence in the water, and you can fish it like really aggressive. It, it it's almost like. You could burn it. You so could. you use it. So I've had a lot of guys on. Usually most of these guys are their own bait. They throw them. Uh, I like Matt's bait. Let's talk about that a little bit. I mean, you've talked to Matt too as well, right? Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. He's I mean, he's honestly, I've I've never even met him, but I've talked to him on the phone a handful of times. You know, like, he's such a good amount of times. Cool Super you know? nice. <laughs> and like, I've even had downer days where like I broke off lures or broke lures or just like those days where I don't want to do it anymore. Like I'm getting my ass handed to me out on the water. It's hot or whatever. And like, oh, I'll, I'll reach out to someone. I'll be like, what the hell am I doing? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, you know, keep doing what you're doing. And then it might be like, you know, them giving me just a little push. And then I go out and I, I do good that day, even though the day started bad. You know, like. Did you play off moon phases a lot and stuff like that? Barometric pressure. Like you knew like, oh, this moon phase is coming up. This is going to change the game a little, so I'm going to do something different this day. Not as much moon phases as fronts and rain. I feel like those help me a lot, like going pre-front or post-front. Um, I also like fishing after heavy rains. like when Because all of our lakes in Austin are really clear, and after heavy rains, water turns brown, and I feel like those fish just let their guard down. Really? And... Yeah, I've, I've, I've always done pretty good, like, or just fishing on really shitty, windy days. Yeah. You really? That, that you seemed to, yeah. I love shitty days when no one else is on the lake, and I shouldn't be out there, but I, like, force it to go up. Like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, this is the day. And then most of the time, those days do produce. What is your worst day you've been out? Like, what happened? Like, have you dumped the kayak? I've, have you done I've anything like that? Never dumped the kayak. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I haven't had a whole lot of days where like, man, just wind, just being caught in wind, cold, wind like 30 mile an hour winds. Like there was one day where I got, all right, all right there was one day out of, I was fishing out of Decker Lake and, um, a storm was rolling in. So I moved to position myself on the side of the lake where there's only one boat launch at that lake. And uh, I moved to the side of the lake that I knew the wind was going to hit and it was going to push me towards the boat launch. And I thought I'd be fine. And uh, it was getting dark and the wind came through and it was 
gusting so hard that even when I was trying to paddle with the wind, I was like surfing white caps going back to the, but if I let my kayak go slightly sideways, it would catch it. And I like had to force myself like paddling so hard on the opposite side to get straight. I mean, days like that, 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 I mean, that's like, but I mean, I, I, I don't know if I like, I don't know if I like wanted to get out in those situations. There was something funny about like me posting the pre launching the kayak video on Instagram and people were like, don't do it. And I'd be like, <laughs> and then like 10 minutes later I'd be on the water and they're yeah. like, you're a freaking idiot. <laughs> like, but I feel like those got more attention than like if I caught a big fish, they'd yeah. be like, they'd be like, this guy is a clown, like out in this weather. <laughs> like it's, it's 30 out and I'm like in denim and like bands yeah. and like, five layers up top but that that's wild man that's that's seriously crazy i can't wait to see what you guys have planned what so the what's the first video that is going to be this one you're doing right now this you're is planning little, on dropping it have you made the youtube channel already not yet you know name nothing yet we, got got an idea. Name. we oh, do you have, have a, a name? we do have a name Can, yeah have you already registered it no then so. we won't ask you about it because <laughs> yeah. i don't want to give yeah, it yeah, away. yeah. It's so good. You have though. a name. It's good though. Uh, Very to our ethic of like what it is. Do you have something? What's the next in store? Like, so California's trip is going to be the first one. Mm-hmm. SoCal. Mm-hmm. Do you have NorCal next? Is it going to be like a little? Florida is next. Florida. Oh, yeah. fuck, dude. I'm excited about Florida. Do you talk to Keith yet? Yep. Oh, dude. I, I, I mean, wanna... I told I told Keith like a. What a, is that going to be? Um, we're thinking springtime. Make it. Over you know, I really love to fly over there and do some podcasts and meet. I, I mean, I heard you want to go with us. I, I would love to just go do some podcasts. Let's plan with, it. Oh my god, I can't do this. I got kids, dude. No, I, you know, I'd love to go <laughs> take to Florida three days to do off. Some, I would. I it's would work. take a week off. It's work. Yeah, I know. That would be cool. I mean, Keith is another guy. Like where I'm like, this dude's funny as fuck, dude. Great honestly, dude. his videos psych me up so much. Dude, I could be having so a down day, and I could open the phone up, and I see his videos. I'm like, all right, he's out there getting on them. I heard I him need on to. Um, uh, Bassworks 101. Listen to that podcast. Mario does a cool podcast up north. He had him on a call-in. And I listened to that, and I'm like, dude, I liked Keith. I messaged him back and forth, but I heard his podcast. I'm like, he's right up my fucking alley. Dude, he's, he's funny so as hell. All the time, just he's like funny me. as hell. You know, like, I'm like, that was a great podcast. Those are two. And both of you and Keith, I've seen working class zero shit, like, you know, with uh, Gilbert. I think I'd constantly be trying to challenge Keith. I'd see if I woke up and I saw Keith had stuck a good fish that day. I'm like, Dude. all right, I'm going to go out today and try to match that. What's his PB? Do you know his PB is? I don't. He's I caught don't some know. big freaking fish, Dude, though, in just Florida. in 2020 alone. Dude, like, I, I'm pretty him. sure he caught a handful of he DDs. Did, he did a, the funniest video. I've watched it five times. It's him with his wife. They're fishing. She gets a fish, so he pulls it up. out. He has one rod on the floor. Okay. So he's pulling the bass up. He's giving it to his wife. He's looking at it. He gets it off. He's going to give it to his wife to like tell her, hey, here you go. Take a picture. Fucking rod goes off. I saw off. that. And he fucking throws it like a football. <laughs> I and I was like, I laughed out loud, like fucking loud. I couldn't stop laughing. My wife's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, this is the funniest video I've ever seen, dude. He's like, fuck my wife's fish. My fish, you know, like it was fucking hilarious. His, his, his rod just like almost skis off yes. into the water. And I'm like, dude, I laughed. He's like, dude, it was funny. I'm like, I watched it probably 10 times. It was so fucking funny. But yeah. it's the guys like that where I, I meet, I get to hear him and I'm like, man, I feel like I know you. You know, when I, like you, like I talk to you a little bit. I'm like, wow, this is great. You know, Matt told me, dude, this guy's awesome. He's cool. You got to get him on. I'm like, all right. And then 
That's know, the man. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, Matt put me in connects with a lot of people. Did you meet Gilbert through Matt? Pretty sure, yeah. Really? Okay. I mean, I think, I mean, honestly, I, you think about the community, we're pretty small. And it's like, those are out there putting in the work. You we, we all so, kind of notice not, everyone. That's, there's a lot of... I don't want to be clicky with anyone, though. But it's not saying clicky, but there's a lot of different areas, like Swim Bay Universe, mm-hmm. Swim Bay Underground, Bass Brigade, fucking everything. You know, like, yeah. this is all... There's different dudes you can meet. There's, there's, uh, and everyone's really cool most yeah, of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really came across anyone that like rubbed me the wrong way or. Yeah. If that, you kind of know before you even know them if you're going to be. I'm sure. If they're your people or not, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's not many dudes that anyone has ever really complained about. And so it's, it's a cool, it's been really good to me. Yeah. Swim bait, uh, everyone from the swim bait industry. Has been yeah. Amazing. I get, I get, I get stoked on kids asking me questions about swim baiting. Like the fact that you get a lot of dudes from Texas asking you like kids and stuff. Yeah. 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 They'll, they'll even say like they're local or what a, like, and I'm you go fish with them. Like some dudes like, Hey, yo, I live by you. Absolutely. That's cool as fuck. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I'm solo most of the time. Yeah. I do like fishing by myself more than anything. Like I feel like I really focus a lot more when I'm out there solo. Do you just listen to black Sabbath the whole time? (laughs) Sometimes on Sundays. Yeah. I get psyched up. Do you listen to headphones and like, are you a music guy when you're out fishing? Uh, Most of the time? No. Really? Um, You just want to hear the the occasionally I play your podcast or. Yeah. That's what I want to hear. (laughs) You know, like I'll, I'll listen to um, all kinds of shit, all kinds of shit. But I mean, most of the time, I'm just out there, just figuring out what I can do differently. Like, okay, you take a log? So, no, and I should. Okay. You know, yeah. Like, I wish I like this year, since I'm going to continue the crazy journey. I I want to start keeping track. Like, I get lake slips every day that I'm at the lake. That's so cool. Yeah. And and like, I have a shitload of them at the house. I'll give you the year. one we have from here. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Because yeah, we have it from Long Beach. You can have one. And I just want to start writing the information down on the back of each lake slip because date, time, all that stuff's on it. And I can be like, today, you know. You know it'd be fucking cool? I don't want to say it. <laughs> it's a, it, could, it could be, we'll talk about it after. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be I could great keep, for your YouTube channel. I'll be like, oh, this, oh, let's talk about I could it. Keep, I could keep all <laughs> that know? information. I should do a log, though. I know a lot of people do, and it, like, helps them. It helps them be better at what they're doing they can like look back and be like okay the conditions were like this this is where the moon phase was like we had a midday moon rise and the bite was on fire in between yeah, like one yeah. and three p.m yes, you know yes. and it's like it, it definitely plays a role like it right yeah i mean you see all the ogs they're they're tracking it they're out there sticking big fish fuck. um are you riding anymore people want to hear about bmx so you have been riding more i have been yeah i i'll I'm trying to get on the bike more this year. Um, I, I currently have a torn ACL, so I... You got to get that fixed. I have to get it You're fixed. You're wearing a brace the whole time? I don't. I don't own a brace. Oh, and I'll God. have health insurance. Um, That's not good. So, I mean, I can go out and I can ride the skate park. I can still go to... But you're kind of scared to do something big in case you never know. It, what are you, you comfortable never know. with? Like just manuals? grinds i could still do tail whips and i can still do a backflip well, i, I wish still, i was fucking comfortable i mean i can <laughs> tail whips you son of a bitch i, I love really. i love doing tail whips and like it's you know i can still like bunny hop tail whips not hop tail whips the, the gentle on, you know ones. what hey so i'm about six i'm gonna say six to seven years ahead of you we still call it bunny hop now they call them hop hop you don't say bunny hop anymore mm-hmm 
the fuck, dude? It's bunny. Dude, hop, they shorten. Bro. They shorten everything. So they don't I, call it I an mean, ice pick. They call it an ice. They don't what call the it a, fuck? Oh my. They don't uh, call do it a toothpick. They call it a tooth. The one that I loved was a. Fub no, fufun no, not fufun. Bubica, bubica, yeah, yeah. It's still, that's, you still call that right? I mean, okay, if, all right, all right. There's kids who have bikes now that don't even have. They've never rode brakes. You know, you don't ride brakes. I have, I have a handful of bikes. What do you think about brakes? I love brakes. Me too. They're so fun, dude. I love. I, it's scary because as shit doing fufunus and like tail taps and all yeah, that stuff's dude. really fun. You know, with brakes especially. Yeah. Um. I, I have, like, four bikes in the garage. I have, like, a brakeless bike. You still bike have uh, everything's fit? Uh, yeah. I, I I have my fit still. Um, Can you I built, the mic closer, please? Sorry. I built up a T1 because I've always liked T1. You, know? Do you, ride, you ride a bigger dirt jumper, too, right? And I have, I have a 26-inch that's okay. just, like, a cruiser. And it's really fun. But you I, do some crazy shit on that, too. I got a free coaster on it. Yeah, it's fun. A free coaster? Oh. So but, my day, guys, my, back in my day. <laughs> uh, standard made a free coaster that you put into a 36 spoke wheel was not strong. So you had to be careful, but it was only for flatland. Mm-hmm. So you, you were big take, on flatland, right? Yeah, I rode flatland yeah. a lot. Well, I rode street and flatland. Mm-hmm. So I took that. I owned the skate shop with my buddy, Anthony. That's my tournament partner. We rode flatland. We were buddies with like Sean McKenney, uh, S and M dudes. Uh, Mike Escamilla lived by us. Uh, if you guys have ever listened to Justin Hill, he's a SoCal dude. He's another. He's a buddy of mine. We're friends now, but we rode together too. Uh, Code Green, another great guy. His his brother in law rides for S and M. So back in my day, we we had to take the the hub apart, put the free coaster in. Mm-hmm. So this would be the problem. It was a coaster. So you had a coaster. It was a thirty six spoke. I think it was like Sun something coaster. Didn't it have like in, in like a coaster brake? Yeah, you, you can had take to take it, apart. it out and you put the thing from standard. Then you yeah, the piece. Okay. So I put it back in there. You would get an all all thread fucking like half inch standard. The three axle? Yeah, the yeah. big one, not the small one, the oh. big half inch. Okay. So it would fit on there. This is the problem. Those fucking brakes would, would break on you. So you'd go to pedal and there'd be fucking a whole... Full crank of slack. And you'd flip over the bars and fuck yourself up. Oh, my God. So, I mean, I used to ride that, but you'd have to be careful. And then uh, it got better. I mean, Primo came out with some shit. Primo had some hubs that were perfect. And then uh, by the time I was 20, 20, I quit. I was in bands, and I said, Mm -hmm. I'm done. But I wrote a lot of of, uh, stuff with some good dudes, like really good guys. Um, Huntington Beach used to be a lot of flatland dudes, but you'd like we said, Miss Sean McKenney, um, mm-hmm. Nate, big fucker. You remember who he is? He wrote Flatline and Street. Yeah, Nate, uh, uh, he was on Primo. He had a big ponytail. Yeah, I looked know. like a Viking dude. He rode for DK. Yes, big God, fucker. What is his name? Nate. It starts with a W, right? Nate. He's something weird, but he was a big motherfucker. Like, and he was good at flatland and good at street. Like, yeah, good at everything. God, that's gonna kill me. I can't think of his name. So then we had him, and then we had all the S and M dudes we rode with. Like, I rode with Freddie Chulo. Who was the um, one on S and M that is uh, breakless, or not breakless, pegless? He's a pegless flatlander. What's his name? Now. Yes. Oh, I don't. But know. he's been around for a while. I no, he's not. He's not new school. He's like Trevor Meyer was the guy back in the day. He rode for GT. Was he pegless? No, no but he was a, amazing. There's a pegless flat. There's liner. dudes that ride straight now. That I see them do 
Okay, how about this? Nose manuals. Was that a thing then for you? At now time or back no, then? No, back then. No. No one did a fucking nose no, manual. No, 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 no. Now everyone's fucking manualing, nose manualing. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I would never think of doing that. Yeah. No, they can, they can do nose manuals now like a manual. They could go. Have you like, tried to do that? No, I'm too tall. <laughs> like, hey, I feel like on. there's no tall people hey, that do. Hey, this is my, me and my friend Anthony. If you have a fat ass, you could manual far. I have a fat ass. I could manual far. As that far. could center a balance. 100%. <laughs> I could manual forever. Well, it's like short people and being able to do bar spins really dude, good. Dude, I can do them great, dude. Yeah. And it's like I, my bar spins are sloppy. Are they really? But my tail whips are great because I can manhandle yeah, a bike. Yeah, because you're fucking humongous. Yeah. It's like throwing a little fucking kid it's like bike under you. A scooter or something. No. Have you, what's the biggest uh, tail whip stair you've done? Uh, probably like a 12 set. Like a tw- you tail whipped a 12 set of stuff. Like a 12 set, yeah. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. That's fucking huge, bro. <laughs> Did it hurt? Uh, yeah. Very bad? Yeah. They, I mean, I feel like every tail whip hurts. Really? Especially now. What's the thing you're most proud of on BMX? Like something big you did. Mm. What's your note? What's your, what are you known for? How about that? Smith grind to tail whip. On? Just anything. What Any- video was the one that made you fam- kind of famous for? Oh, uh, I don't think that like a certain video made me famous. Were you more Instagram? No, but I, I was, was just, more Instagram then, huh? No, no, definitely not Instagram. No. But I just had a, like a, a solid crew of bike riders that, in the Austin scene, like Aaron Ross mm-hmm. and um, Tom Dugan. Um, hung out at the T1 ramp all the time, like Joe Rich and Taj, and those are my. So Joe Rich and Taj are my era. Yeah. So they're probably like, they're probably forty five now, right? Yeah. At least Joe Rich is still getting it though. They're good. Dude, Taj was amazing even watching that video on Dirty Deeds, his his music, oh, even on the Hoffman video. Mm-hmm. Hit the music, yo, can I get a cold beverage? Dude, I was listen that, to was all that, the time, dude. Was that Taj with dreads? Yes, yeah. dude. So fucking good, man. Yeah. So fucking good. Well, we're going to end this because we're going to eat. So uh, let's do all our sponsors. Shot them out. Leviathan Rods. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Um Sprig, they hooked us up with some uh, CB soda. Yeah, you want to hold really, it up? Really, really, really good. Oh, yeah, let's put this in the camera. Shout out to Sprig. Thanks, guys. Um, amazing stuff. Uh, CBD is really good for your joint pain, too. It for is. For any Dogs, bike riders dude, out there. All kinds of shit. Yeah, I mean, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, everyone that's ever helped me out along the way, any, any guys who, like, encouraged me, motivated me, moved me along, um, Bait makers out there, you know who you are. Y'all are all super cool to me. And um, my wife for supporting me, letting me be who I am, even though it's a difficult at time. Uh, Luke over here, my new pretty much best friend, even though we've only known each other for a little while. Um, uh, and I'm excited. I hope you guys really enjoy the video that we're putting together. We're going to be doing like a two-part series. And um, here in the future, we might be coming to wherever you are. Now we'll be promoting it too because it. I'm hey, I'm in it, so I'm gonna definitely be promoting. It. <laughs> and the footage they have of it is amazing, and you guys get to see us go out in the thickest fucking fog I've ever been. It was sketchy this morning. Yeah, spooky, I was. Fu- hey, for reals, I was scared, and I'm like, I gotta look like a fucking tough. <laughs> I was like, this is we fucking could, bad, dude. I would not see be going out in front dude. of us. Yeah, so <laughs> it's gonna be a great video. Um, hopefully, we can do a round two where I travel to you guys. Or you guys come back here, or maybe we'll meet up north. Who We're knows? going to Florida, right? Let's go. I'm th- that, I think I'd like that. Nice. That'd be great. 
So uh, where can they get you at, Luke? Me? Just uh, Luke. Talking to the fucking mic. Luke. Brasher. <laughs> you got to be emotional, guy. You're doing something cool now, man. man. I'm behind the scenes, man. <laughs> no, you no you're on. in it. I'm going to put yeah. you guys you're in on. it. <laughs> you make us look good. Yep. I can't wait to see the video. Uh, thank you again. Thank you again, both of you guys. Thank you for I'm having us. I'm glad I got you out on uh, some, some, some was, sand bass and calico. So I love man. when freshwater dudes get to kind of get a taste, thank you, of what we're doing. So it's kind of like going, it's, it's a different thing, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, totally. you know, I love largemouth, but catching a calico is like, fuck, man, you know? Yeah. No, it was amazing. So, all right, this should be out. I think, you know, I think